This episode is brought to you by Mightier. Mightier is a biofeedback-based video game platform that teaches kids to emotionally self-regulate. This leads to a significant reduction in meltdowns and parental stress. It's backed by science out of Harvard Medical and Boston Children's and has helped over 100,000 kids. For more information, visit theautismdad.com forward slash mightier. That's theautismdad.com forward slash M-I-G-H-T-I-E-R and use the code theautismdad22 to save 10%. Welcome to the Autism Dad Podcast. I'm Rob Gorski. As a single dad to three amazing autistic kids, I've been the go-to resource for parents across the globe navigating neurodivergence since 2010. Building on the success of my award-winning blog, The Autism Dad, this podcast provides parents raising autistic or neurodivergent kids with comfort, community, resources, and validation. You'll also hear inspiring stories from parents just like you, reminding you that you're not alone. So don't miss out. New episodes drop every Monday and Wednesday. Subscribe on your favorite podcast listening app and visit theautismdad.com for more information. On this week's episode of the Autism Dad podcast, I sat down with my youngest son, Emmett, and we had we had such a good time recording this. Uh, but we had like a fun little question and answer back and forth to kind of help you guys get to know us and just kind of, you know, get things started and have some fun. And then we kind of dive into what sensory processing disorder is like for him and, and what he experiences when he struggles with things like bright lights and loud noise and textures and smells and certain tastes and colors and things like that. And it's important because this is something that can be very difficult to understand if you're not experiencing it firsthand. And Emmett has a way of articulating these things uh, that is, it's very digestible and it really can help you to be more empathetic and understanding and supportive of the people in your life who might be experiencing these same things. Uh, now, I will just say, that I, I'm kind of working with Emmett a little bit on this. He he doesn't always have a filter. And, and so I haven't decided if I'm just going to kind of let him do his thing or um, kind of bleep things out every once in a while. And so I bleeped them out today until I kind of figure out what I want to do. But he did such an amazing job and I'm so freaking proud of him. So uh, I hope you guys find this interview helpful and you have fun listening to it as much as we had recording it. And uh, thank you so much for taking the time to tune in. Here we go. All right, Emmett, thank you for being here. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to uh, to talk to your old man and, and, and do this. Yeah, I got so many things to do today. <laughs> well, you cleared your schedule. My schedule is through the roof. I had to reschedule like 20 things just to do this, so don't waste my time. I, I, oh, my God, shut up. All right, uh, so... <laughs> All right, so here's what we're going to do. Today, we're going to talk just a little bit about sensory processing disorder, okay? But before we do that, uh, in an effort to help you get to know us better, I'm going to ask Emmett three questions. He's going to ask me three questions. And then we're going to go into, it only works if it goes both ways. Okay. Okay. And then we'll talk just briefly about sensory stuff. And then we're going to, you know, going forward, we're going to we're gonna take on questions that you guys would like to get our perspective on so um so I'll, I'll post about that somewhere where you guys can submit your your questions and we can go from there so but anyhow all right emmett do you want to go first or do you want me to go first you go first okay emmett what is your favorite food my favorite food what kind of food uh that's just favorite food no you gotta specify because i have favorites for different categories okay um, what's your favorite? 
I don't I don't know. Like, I'm talking like sweet, salty, fruit, dessert. Okay, I'm not I'm not looking at it like that. Just like okay. So Emmett Emmett is is very literal in in the way that he interprets what people are saying. <laughs> and and so like I have to be very specific when I ask him questions and I, I forget that sometimes. Um because normally when you would say like, hey, what's your favorite food? Someone will just say pizza or something like that. But you're like, you've got it broken down into like 10 different categories. And I need to like be very specific about what I'm asking. So you feel like you know how to answer the question. Is that yes. right? Okay. What is your favorite food that you can eat for dinner? For dinner? Probably a good soup. A good soup. Is that because you were making some today? No, I just really like soup. Okay. That's one of the things where it's healthy, it tastes really good, and when you're sick, it's like the best thing ever. Okay. What is your favorite show? My favorite show? Uh, I'm going to have to say One Piece. Okay. That's an anime for people who don't know what that is. Um, what is your favorite holiday? My favorite holiday? Hmm. Well, I'm just a sucker for Christmas. I love the festive holiday winter just feeling about it. It's just amazing. Okay. Your turn. What's one of your favorite things to do in your spare time? Need to or enjoy doing? Enjoy doing. That's why I said spare time. Well, because working out is like my go-to thing to keep myself sane. So that's that's really important so that I can be who I need to be for all the people that I care about. I'm talking if there was like you didn't need to do anything and you just had to do one thing that you enjoyed the most. What would it be? Spending time with the people I love. Okay, that's fair. Good question. Um... What is your favorite dessert? Um, ice cream. Ice cream? Yeah. What flavor of ice cream? I have been eating a lot of chocolate peanut butter brownie. Chocolate not not pe- a lot. Not a lot, but that's, <laughs> I had some tonight. That's why. Yeah, I chocolate peanut butter brownie. That's yeah. fair. I feel, like, I feel like a lot of people like chocolate or peanut butter ice cream. Let's see, what's the, uh, what's my final question? It's not so easy, is it? Huh? No, I have one, but I know you're not going to answer this. Is it appropriate? Yes. Okay. Are you going to answer this honestly? If it's it's appropriate. And you're not going to give me a bullshit answer? Is it appropriate? Yes. Okay. You're not going to give me a... Is it appropriate? Yes. Remember that grandma listens to this. Yes, I know. Who's your favorite child? (sighs) (laughs) i don't have a favorite child no i i said no bull i'm not i'm not (laughs) i'm not i I don't i've never had a favorite never no you've never had a favorite no not even for a second you're like i I like this one more than these two well right now (laughs) you're kind of bumping down the list i see i've been asked this question before and I don't. I don't think. I don't look at it as favorites. I look let me at it, rephrase I, it. Okay. Who's your favorite to hang out with? 
Okay, I'm not... You ask me a question, I'm going to answer it. Fine. I, I don't have, like, favorite kids. Like, I love you all. Um, what I will say, and I, and I think this is what most parents experience, but we just kind of... I don't like the way that it's framed. I have... There, there are things that I have in common with, say, you... Right, like I have more in common with you than I might have in, with Gavin or Elliot in a specific area, and there's things that I have in common with Elliot that maybe aren't as uh, it's not the same way between you and I, or the same way between Gavin and I. And so I, I think it's more about what's happening in the moment and connecting with each of you in the ways that kind of bring us together, I guess, if that makes sense. So it's, to me, it's not about favorites. How about this? If you had to live with one of us for the rest of your life, who would it be? None of you. <laughs> Why none of us? Because for the rest of my life? Yeah. None of you. Why? Because. Why not? Because this is... Emmett. Yeah. Because I want you guys to be able to live your best life. I want you to be as independent as you can be. And all three of you are capable, more than capable, of flying the nest, building your own lives, and living it to the best of your ability. And that's what I want for you. That not was, the that answer was, I wanted, but I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I know that's not the answer you wanted. But it's the truth. And... Uh, I'm not going to be pinned. I know what you're trying to do. <laughs> I know what you're trying to do, and it's not going to work. I answered all of your questions. <laughs> all right. Uh, so today, what we were going to focus on was we just wanted to kind of talk a little bit about sensory processing disorder because, and not and not so much like the biomechanics behind it, but rather like what it's like from Emmett's perspective to experience some of the things that he experiences. There are, there are kind of weird things that I experience and I, and I don't know that it's a sensory processing thing, uh, but we're going to kind of talk about it anyways. So Emmett has, has always had a unique way of experiencing the world, right? Yeah. A and uh, he was not friends with, with clothing for a long time. Nope. The, it was a texture and yeah. like he didn't like things touching his skin. It was like every piece of clothing that I would get had like one inch seams. It was awful. I mean, they didn't, but it felt like that to you. Well, yeah, because I was a scrawny little three foot something, 60 pound kid. Three foot something, 60 pounds. You, you were, you were a tiny kid for like a long time. Um, but you also struggle with loud noise. Yeah. Bright lights. Yeah. And textures, whether it's food or clothing. Yeah. Right? So, do you want to talk a little bit about what that's like? I mean, they're all different, so... Okay, so, okay. So would you rather me ask you some, like, specific questions? Yes. Okay. When you were little... Okay. And even today... Okay. You socks are like your mortal enemy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, not as much today. Not as much anymore. You do pretty well. But we've also narrowed down the, the good type socks. of socks. Yeah, <laughs> that, we found that, the good socks. That, that you can tolerate. 
but there have been so many times, I cannot tell you how many, probably thousand pairs of socks I've <laughs> bought you over the, the last yeah. 15 years of your life, and you've worn like 1% of them. Yeah, I know. I know. Even And it's even like, I'll buy a package of socks, and all the socks are the same, <laughs> but he will find a pair within that package of socks, and he'll only wear those. Like, the rest of the identical socks, they don't feel right. So can you kind of explain what that that experience is like for you? Um, well, I would say, first thing, uh, really weird, I remember the worst socks that you have ever gotten me. Okay. Uh, they were these, I'm not sure if you remember, it was these set of long tube socks. It, they were white and navy blue, and they had this weird, like, mitten knit to them and they were like long stripes of they were awful and then the steams were thicker than the sock uh. um but anyway um <laughs> it all comes down to how the seam uh sets inside the sock uh and it's not as much now but when i was like 10 or something I would be like one pair of socks that I would wear and all the others were just garbage. And it was because it was either I couldn't get them to fit right or the seams would be really weird or the other socks would bunch up when the other pair didn't. Even though they were all the same type of sock, mm -hmm. they were all just slightly different. The very... You're very sensitive to like different variations of things, and and so, like you're you're absolutely right, and you would you would pick out like, and they wouldn't even be like prepared, right? If that makes sense, like they come in twos. No, I would select one sock from one, one pair yeah, and, another and another sock from like, another pair, and, and I would be like, they didn't these always, are the best one, and they didn't all the colors didn't always match. Yeah. So you could have like, I mean, as an example, you could have like a yellow sock and a red sock, and those would be the only two socks <laughs> out of that whole package. There could be a dozen pairs in that package, and yeah. he would wear, he would pick one from one pair and one from another pair, and that would be the only thing that he would wear out of that entire package. Yeah. And I will admit to being incredibly frustrated by that. Yeah. At times. A lot of times, honestly. Uh, but I also understood, well... I didn't understand in a sense that like I don't experience things the same way as you do. Yeah. So to me, I just put socks on and, yeah. I, and I don't think about it. You, even today, even at 15, <laughs> you will spend 20 minutes putting Not your socks 20 on. 20 minutes. It's a maximum of five minutes for a pair of socks. You got it down to five minutes? Yes. It, it doesn't feel like that, especially in the morning when we're getting ready for school. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Like, we're so close. Just, we got to get out the door. <laughs> you just put your socks on already. <laughs> like, it's still, it's it's hard because it is frustrating. And I, I am sensitive to it. Like, I mean, I, I don't yeah. think I'm a jerk about it. No, I think the only time you were sort of jerkish about it was... uh. And it's not really your fault. It was just you were frustrated. You just woke up and the, it was the morning. Okay. But the times where you would sort of like say, 
Like, if you don't get your socks on, we're going to have to homeschool you. And then you went on to describe how horrible <laughs> homeschooling was. Yeah. And so it only made it more that, stressful to was, put my socks that on. That was trying to motivate you. I didn't want to That was negative motivation. Well, and it didn't work. And it was more punishment for me, I think, because, like, the, uh, the idea of homeschooling, <laughs> that's, that has to be a nightmare. I can't even imagine trying to take that on. But, yeah, that was more like... And, and we did kind of like joke around a little bit. We tried to like, I'm the kind of parent that always tries to find humor in things. And so we're always kind of, I don't know why you're looking at me like that. <laughs> we're always trying to find like ways of laughing at something. But there, there were times where it, I mean, honestly, like I'm human, it does get stressful because yeah. like we're pressed for time. I mean, there were days when you were little, I, I don't know how many days, tons of days where you you just couldn't go to school yeah because your shirt wasn't feeling right or your your pants didn't feel right or you know the socks or the shoes or whatever it was and and you may have worn those exact same clothes the day before i remember one time we had to go to a doctor's appointment and we were getting pressed for time because we slept in and you were rushing me and i got so stressed because my shirt wouldn't fit right that my nose just exploded and I had this huge nosebleed for like 30 minutes. And so we ended up being late to the doctor's appointment because you rushed me to get on my clothes so we wouldn't be late to the doctor's appointment. Yeah. I mean, I am so not the perfect parent, but it is, it is, it is tough to navigate. Yeah. It's, it's tough to navigate. And, and it's, but I, I will say like, I've always tried to remember <laughs> as hard as it is. <laughs> and it is, it's hard sometimes. Yeah to remember that it's harder for you than it is for me because I'm just the one trying to like facilitate everything. And you're the one that's actually having to experience those things firsthand. And so there, there were times where I just wasn't as patient as I should have been. Uh, but I did, I think overall, I really tried to be supportive as, as best I could without being able to like understand firsthand, like what you're experiencing. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Goalie. Did you know the University of Michigan did a study that found over 80% of apps for kids are designed to lure them into longer gameplay and more in-app purchases? Goalie decided it was time for this to end. Unlike the Kindle and iPad that have endless ads and potentially dangerous content, Goalie is a tablet with only apps that build independent kids. It has no web browser, no social media, and no ads, ever. It has award-winning learning apps like Khan Academy, Duolingo ABC, and Starfall, and the best part? is completely parent-controlled. In my house, we use Goalie's kids calendar to teach my son how to stay on task. He learns life skills like how to make a sandwich by watching one of the hundreds of video classes and can practice it by following along with one of the 50 pre-made routines. As a dad, there's no better feeling than knowing that my son is becoming more independent every day. For more information and to try Goalie risk-free for 30 days, visit getgoalie.com. That's G-E-T-G-O-A-L-L-Y.com and use the code the autism dad to save 10%. Um so okay so we have the clothing thing. Let's talk about food. Okay. Food has been ugh, don't even get me started, but we're going to have to. It's been really bad, but it is getting better. It is a lot better now. It is yes. a lot better now. The one thing that I still can't stand is fruit skin 
<laughs> that's, that's such a weird thing. That's I a, hate it. I'm not laughing. I am laughing a little bit at you. <laughs> uh, fruit, fruit skin? Yeah, I hate it. Well, like, like orange peels or something? No, I'm talking like the fruit skin that you eat that parents always say, oh, that's the best part of the apple or that's like the, that's well, where the nutrition is in a cherry or stuff like that. You don't eat the... What do you, peel the cherry? No, I just don't eat cherries. <laughs> God. Well, I don't I, eat cherries, grapes. Um, That's why I don't eat grapes. I don't like the skin. You don't like the skin? Yeah. Um... I mean, I knew that. If I have an apple, I cut it into slices or I peel it. Peel it. Yep. Um, I feel like the only exception would be is if either the apple is baked or like if it's baked. But other Wait, than that, I baked hate Baked or baked? I was talking like... Baked or baked? Yeah, I was talking like grapes. Or not grapes. <laughs> who, Apples. Who eats, I was talking like... I was thinking like peach skin and apple skin, baked okay, no, peaches no, and baked apples. Said, the only time I can eat skin on an apple is if it's baked or, or it's baked. baked. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was thinking faster than my mouth could move. Okay. Um, well, I get that. But no, that. that's why I don't eat blueberries very often, even if we get them, because their skin is just... You don't like the skin. Uh, so it's just the texture. It's not the taste. Yeah. It feels like I'm chewing on paper. Okay, well, that's that's fair. Um, when you were little, though, it was so hard because it was to the point where you would have to peel the skin off a hot dog. I did peel the hot dog. <laughs> that's so gross. <laughs> that's so gross, though. Oh, oh, that's so gross. I and was thinking were, about that. And they were microwaved hot dogs, so they weren't even good. Yeah. Well, that's because you would only eat them a certain way. Yeah. They had to be peeled. And then microwaved, <laughs> and it's that's so gross. But I, I, but you know, it was it was really tough though because like you had like five things that you would eat. It was yeah. like Tyson chicken nuggets, and it had to be Tyson. And even then, not all the bags were the same. <laughs> I know that. I, yeah, yeah, I know that. You could have every once like he, he, Emmett is somebody who can taste the ingredients and things, and he could you could taste the differences between the batches. So like if something was just a little bit off, he, he like he wouldn't eat it. And you know, if the chicken nugget was like misshapen a little bit. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how many times <laughs> I would, I would get like cook. a popsicle or a cookie and then I would open it and it broke. And I'm like, I got to get a new one. But, but even like if the breading wasn't, <laughs> like symmetrical across <laughs> all of the chicken nuggets like you yeah. wouldn't you wouldn't touch them i know and you had to have everything on separate plates do you remember that yeah nothing could touch that's probably the ocd uh it's, it's well i don't know it's 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 a common thing yeah. um but yeah you had to have things on separate plates so eating out at a restaurant was a nightmare most of the time and then because... i remember you like almost cried when we went to ihop and i ate pancakes with the same fork i ate my steak with yeah no, they brought it all out on the same plate. No, they were separate plates because it was like a T-bone pancake steak meal. Uh, and then I'd use the same fork after I That's ate the T-bone right. steak to eat the pancakes, and yep. you were like... That's what it was. I, when you, I, when you I remembered... I, I on just, the verge of tears. I just, well, I have it on... I have I recorded it. I have pictures of it. I, I was just talking to somebody about this in an interview not, not that long ago, and I, I remembered it incorrectly. 
I was thinking that the stuff came out and and they were like on a same plate touching. No. You're right. It was you used the same fork because you used to have to have separate forks for yeah. each of the different food items. Yep, that's that's uh, you're right. You're I right. still don't like everything to be on the same plate. If it's like within the same like food category, <laughs> it's good. <laughs> but I don't want my entrees to touch my desserts. Well, yeah, I mean, or I don't want my savory to touch would? my sweet. Oh my God. Depending on what it is. Okay. Well, who does, right? <laughs> I mean, who does? I I just throw it all on a plate. It is it is what it is. Um, I remember one time where it would be like, uh, I would eat like almost nothing, and then you would say, I would ask for dessert, and you're like, I thought you weren't hungry. And I remember this specifically. I said, I'm like a... I got categories in my stomach for different foods. It's like I'm full in my uh, entree category, but I'm empty in my uh, dessert stomach. And so I need all the dessert that I could eat. I'm not sure if you remember that or not, but that was fun. I don't remember it being broken down that way, but I totally believe that that's what your thought process was. Yeah. That's how you thought. Yeah. You, you, had, you had a very, you still do have a really unique way of like processing things in your head. Uh, it's hard for me to follow sometimes because like you just, you kind of deep dive on things and it's, it's, uh, it's kind of crazy how, how you think about things and not like in a bad, I don't mean it in a bad way. It's like, I would never have thought about that or, you know, for being someone who's 15, I'm, I just kind of get blown away by the, the depth of your thought process sometimes like yeah like my god you're only 15 we should, like that shouldn't even be on your radar i have a question what's your question you get a plate of food right yeah there's an obviously superior bite of food on that plate of food in which order do you eat that food what so say you got a sandwich right okay and there's one bite of the sandwich that has the best ratio of ingredients do you not really care about that bite? No. Or... <laughs> Why, I, who, I, I, I saved that bite for last. I don't even think like that. <laughs> say, like, I get a plate of meat, uh, like, say, barbecue place brisket. I will save the best piece for last because I don't want to end a meal on a crappy piece of that meal. I don't want to end okay. a sandwich on a piece that had too much bread. Yeah, I don't think about it. I, either I like it or I don't. I eat it or I don't. I don't have like a, <laughs> there's not like a, like a ritual that I go through. You you do kind of have a ritual, really. Yeah. And, and, um, what was the other thing we were going to talk about? Oh, all right. So because we are kind of pressed but, for time, button up against the time here. Um, I also want to just bring this up in case anybody out there is, is dealing with this in, in their home. You hate loud noise, hate loud noise, right? Yeah. And yet, you are the loudest person that I have ever met in my entire life. I'm offended. Uh, uh, You can be offended, but are you denying it? (laughs) Yes. You're not. Well, you're not being honest. (laughs) Take me to court. You can't. Emmett, you are the loudest person. And this isn't just me. Like, this is sort of collectively the people in your life have voted you. And and, And if you get your senior yearbook, right? In the back of it, it's going to be loudest person we know. <laughs> no, it's not. It, it is. I no, promise you that. You, you, 
and we're kind of joking, but in, 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 our, in our house, you are the loudest person in the house, but you're also the most sensitive to sound. And it's, it drives me nuts because you'll be like, that's so loud, but you're shouting to me. <laughs> you're like three feet away. I cannot tell you how many times I've, I've been like, and you could be like 15 years old. I'm like, Emmett, indoor voice, inside voice. Come on. And I'm like three feet away from you. I need noise canceling headphones just so that I can tolerate the, the volume of the voice that you're, you're sitting in my direction. And I understand why that is now. I learned why that is. Why? It is because you hear everything so loud that uh, you're talking over, you're, you're trying to talk over a level of a, a volume level of noise around you that doesn't exist. So like the closest way you can relate to it is if you have earbuds in and you're listening to music and you're trying to talk to somebody, that person is trying to talk is shouting because they're trying to talk over top of the, the music they're listening to. But no one else hears that noise. Well, not to, well, right, because they're earbuds. But in your yeah. case, you're so sensitive to sound that you hear everything, it's like amplified for you. And so when you're trying to talk, you're trying to talk over the noise that you're hearing because uh, you're more sensitive to the sound. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I learned that from a speech and language pathologist. I was trying to figure out why you do that because it just became kind of like a family joke. Like, my God, Emmett, like you're so freaking loud and yet <laughs> you complain when someone else is loud and it's just like, <laughs> what is happening? But that's what it is. It's you hear everything at such an amplified level that you're trying to talk over that noise. Yeah. You want to know it's one of the uh, funniest things to do? What's that? There will, it's not funny to you. It makes you extremely mad. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to do. There will Go be ahead. times where uh, dad hates noise of specific kinds. And one of them is chewing. Any, like noise like chewing makes him quote-unquote homicidal okay go ahead what go, keep going what do you mean that's what i was gonna say oh what do you he, think he... what do you think i was gonna say oh no I, I didn't know if you were done describing it so he's right i it's it's called mesophonia and i know a lot of you out there have that uh you just maybe don't know what it's called but it's the sound of chewing it's just chewing that bothers me um, <laughs> or like pig slopping. Oh god, it's it's it's. it's I cannot stand somebody <laughs> chewing. I just can't, and I don't know. So I guess that's probably the closest sensory thing that I I have that I experience that I can relate to, and I, I mean, to be just be honest with you, if I'm if I'm sitting close, I don't even have to be sitting like super close. Like I can hear you chewing from across the room. <laughs> And it, it's <laughs> like, I get, I get angry. I get angry. <laughs> I mean, it's a real thing. I have zero control over it. <laughs> I mean, I don't act on it, but I'm always like, I'm like, and it's usually you. It's usually I'm offended. You, you can be offended, but it's usually <laughs> you. And I'm just like, Emmett, please chew with your mouth closed. Emmett, please chew with your mouth closed. Oh my God, Emmett, I swear. If you don't start chewing with your mouth closed, I'm going to make you like go to the other side of the house to finish eating <laughs> because I cannot, I just can't. I've discovered one of the worst things for you is chewing apples. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, I don't know why. I, I don't know why. It's like that 
crunch just it's it no but it's not that it's not the sound you of you mad. it's not the sound of you biting into the apple right it's the it's the sound of you chewing it because it just it, it just is i i don't know I don't, and you're not doing anything wrong just so that we're clear like anybody out there like you know if you're a loud chewer like you're not really doing anything wrong there's just a subset of people who just cannot stand the sound of someone else chewing and it's it's uh it's crazy how that the thoughts that go through my head when i hear you chewing it's just it's like oh my god you need to stop and then there's this other thing that just drives you insane it's not really a sensory thing though it's just you hate it for some reason what's that um it's a uh, i'm not sure if a lot of you may know it, but if you've ever watched Shrek, uh, then there is this scene where Gingy, the little gingerbread man, says, Do, do you know the Muffin Man? That's not a problem. I love that. I thought you hated that. No. I, I dislike when you walk around the house <laughs> talking in a shrill voice on purpose. That, that drives me. Why? That, be- do you love this voice? No, I don't. All right. So we have already kind of gone off the rails. So uh, <laughs> this is fun. Um, so I, I guess the whole point of today was just to kind of have a little back and forth, help you guys get to know us a little bit better, especially Emmett, because he's, you know, newer to this whole thing. And, uh, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post something and just collect questions that you guys would like uh, Emmett's, you know, insights on and, and, and mine as, as a parent and his as an autistic person and, uh, and go from there. Do you have anything you'd like to say, Emmett? Uh, no, not really. Uh, Did you have fun? Yeah, this, this was fun. This was fun. This was fun. And it, it, it's interesting talking about some of this stuff because we haven't like we've lived it for so long that we don't really talk about it yeah. anymore. And when you were little or younger, you weren't really able to kind of articulate some of these experiences in a way that like helped me to really better understand what you were going through. And and now you're able to do that. And so it really does help provide like me with a lot of insight. And I know, you know, people who are listening, uh, benefit from it as well yeah you're welcome it was sort of a compliment it was intended to be a compliment i'm sorry i'm not picking up what i'm putting down (laughs) yeah i'm not a great compliment receiver you're not and you don't read body language very well yeah or the room if someone gives me a compliment there is a chance that i will argue on why that compliment (laughs) isn't true (laughs) i mean that's yeah we're working on that. We're working on it. All right. Uh, if you have nothing else to add, Emmett, thank you. This was a lot of fun. I look forward to the next one. Yeah. All right. You guys take care. Take care. Before I let you go, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to tune in today. It means a lot to me. I really appreciate it. And, you know, I put a lot of time and energy into each one of these episodes because I want there to be a resource for you that wasn't available for me when I was going through this with my kids. And, you know, I I want there to be a positive impact on your lives. I want you to be able to learn something and enjoy what you're hearing. So 
Uh, thank you again. I really appreciate it. For more information, you can visit theautismdad.com. You can subscribe on any one of your favorite podcast listening apps. And uh, I will talk to you next week. Thank you. Bye.